Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of All About Nothing. Today we have another episode that I'm super excited for. It's going to be my top five villains of all time. And super excited for this because uh, in all honesty, I do enjoy villains slightly more than heroes. And in my opinion, I feel like there's a lot more to the character. And you know, overall, they're, they're a little bit more fun to watch sometimes in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, I really hope you all enjoy and let's get down to it. So, for my number five, I feel like this character is on mostly everybody's top five list of villains because uh, it's a well-known character. Their arc recently is is, uh, amazing, and it's going to go to Doc Ock. And I feel like this character is a character who has a lot of depth into them, where you can see especially in Spider-Man 2 where, you know, he was just a scientist working for Oscorp. He had a wife and, you know, a clear goal to, uh, I I believe, preserve energy. But, you know, he got super deep into that and ended up getting his wife killed. So you kind of understand where where he comes from a little bit because, you know, he, he acted out on emotion quite a bit, which is a little understandable, but he did get out of line, obviously. But... I feel like the villain is is one of the reasons why the movie Spider-Man 2 is one of the best superhero movies ever, in my opinion. But, you know, even the fight scenes are just so amazing. And it's just, it's fun to watch. And it's kind of, it's, it's really intense. Uh, especially, you know, the train scene uh, is probably one of the best fight scenes in any superhero movie, which is, is super impressive. We also saw him in Spider-Man No Way Home, which was really amazing because you know doc ock finally got got the chip out of him where the tentacles were basically controlling him but he was finally able to be free and kind of think for himself and not hear the voices and it was a really great arc because you know he fought for the good guys and he he had the right intentions uh we also saw him in uh the spider-man game which he was you know the boss fight at the end and that was tremendously amazing i feel like it, it built that storyline up so great from the beginning as peter parker was working for dr octavius throughout the entire game and at the end you know they just ended up fighting which was super super powerful and you know i forgot to mention the the interaction between toby Maguire's peter parker and dr octavius was absolutely amazing you know i feel like that was the closure that i didn't know that i needed and just seeing them interact you know more in a better mind and just you know peter parker and dr octavius is absolutely amazing especially what they both have gone through so you know doc ock again is one of the best villains ever i feel like if it's not on a top five list and everybody's list it's probably in the top 10 but you know that is my opinion so for number four this villain you know i've always been infatuated with him I've always uh, thought that this character was interesting. I really, I really want to see a live action, which we will soon. And it is Craven the Hunter, aka Sergey Kravenoff. And you know, there is a new movie coming out. I'm not too sure when. It's the Craven the Hunter is played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. And you know, I feel like most people thought that that was not the best choice. But you know, I, I, I kind of see that. I see that going. I feel like it might be a younger Craven the Hunter and maybe like his uh, origin stories in some way. But 
you know, I'm currently reading uh, Spider-Man's The Last Hunt. Well, the main villain is Craven the Hunter, and this dude is absolutely vicious. I feel like he purely acts over dominance, and I feel like that's one of the scariest things in in the villain world, you can say, is because they will probably stop at nothing, and there's not really any clear objective. It's just wanting the most power and do whatever they can to have that. So I feel like that automatically makes him super powerful because... He he will stop at nothing, and he's a he's a really strong strong dude. The craziest thing that Craven the Hunter has done is, uh, basically in this book, he's poisoned and hunted Spider Man, and you know beat him up pretty bad, and he ended up burying him alive, and kept him down there, and he's been down there for two days. So, uh, that that really shows how powerful he is because he is a Spider Man. Although if it was a one on one, I do argue that Spider Man would win against craven because he's beaten craven the hunter plenty of times so i feel like i feel like this wouldn't be any different i think just the poison gave craven the hunter uh the benefit so that was kind of a cheap shot i'm not gonna lie but still this guy is uh, absolutely powerful i'm really really excited for uh the craven the hunter movie i hope i see him in some spider-man movie uh in the next trilogy so i think that would be really really fun i feel like they could do a lot with the character as well so I guess moving on to number three and you know this character really is a uh, a legend that I, I I would I would say definitely this would be on most most people's uh, top five it's going to be the infamous Joker and you know there's no denying that this is probably one of the best villains in the sense of actually accomplishing things like breaking the bat mentally I think he's done that countless times he's done plenty of horrible things he's killed his own mother he's blown up schools he he skinned a guy while alive which absolutely was terrifying we actually saw that the joker graphic novel by brian azzarello which was an absolutely amazing comic where we see just the nightlife of of the joker and how much he controls the underworld uh how many villains that he has wrapped around his finger so it's an absolutely fun ride to see how he acts or how he controls his gang and stuff like that. Uh, we've seen him in in Dark Knight. I feel like again, this is one of those movies where the villain makes the movie one of the best movies ever, and the Dark Knight absolutely proves that because of how great Heath Ledger played the Joker, and it was absolutely amazing. You know, I still watch it to this day, and it's it's jaw dropping because of how great the Joker is in that movie. Also, the movie the joker played by joaquin phoenix again i feel like he absolutely killed it playing the joker i feel like the laugh was amazing i I like the the origin story this is where we actually see him kill his own mother and we also see how like it's society who drives him crazy and drives him that way uh we really don't know the origin story of the joker there is plenty of them like in the dark knight the joker had said that his father gave him the scars the next time he said that he did it for his wife so you know it we kind of don't really know his specific origin but i feel like joaquin phoenix definitely killed it same with heath ledger and i also really like mark hamill's the joker in the killing joke which is absolutely terrifying so overall i feel like most adaptations of the joker is absolutely phenomenal 
Um, and a fun fact actually is the Joker was only specifically supposed to play a one comic role. So he got so much good feedback that their creators, uh, I'm not too sure the name, but they decided to keep him in many comics and make arch nemesis of Batman because of how much good feedback that it got from uh the reader so it's absolutely amazing and terrifying of how close we were to never seeing this character again but you know we can only be thankful because this is absolutely an amazing uh villain now on to my number two i feel like this character is a definite troubled character it's a character who flops on both sides uh but is mainly a, a villain and it's gonna go to magneto and magneto is you know, again, he is a good and bad character from both the prequel and the sequel series. So, again, this is a character who has so much depth within itself because of their childhood. And the first time that his powers actually erupted was uh, when he was a, a Jewish kid. So, uh, during the World War II, he he was in a concentration camp and he saw his parents taken away from him. So, that kind of brought his powers about. So... They were already kind of suspicious of uh, suspicious of him, and also his wife and daughter both died in, I believe, apocalypse because he saved a, a human's life, and they they snitched to the government saying that 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 was Magneto from the past. So they went to his house and ended up accidentally killing his wife and daughter. So that kind of drove him even more on the bad side. But you know, one of the craziest things that he's kind of has done was he's killed john f kennedy in, in their universe he's actually activated and uh sentinels to fight the x-men which sentinels are terrible terrible beings to fight against they uh, adapt to well in days of future past they adapted to the mutants powers because of the dna uh, extracted from mystique so that was a that was something that the x-men that actually almost wiped out the x-men but so on the good side he did take down apocalypse in the movie apocalypse so that was uh a good you know on part of his good side he's actually i believe moved tectonic plates in i want to say the last stand i know that he did move the entire bridge in the last stand so the amount of power that he has is tremendous and um it, it's just super super exciting to see you know i want to see more of this character i hope that we see a glimpse of him in and maybe dr strange 2 because i know that charles xavier is in it and they are incorporating the x-men so that is really really fun uh it's exciting i really hope we see more of him again magneto is just an overall great character and um for my number one personally my favorite villain of all time probably is darth vader once anakin and you know darth vader is absolutely a beast um he you want to talk about a character with so much depth oh my gosh darth vader is it's a character where you feel so much sadness for but you can't ignore the evil within him that also lays next to sadness grief pain because you know his suit itself is meant to uh keep him angry and uncomfortable at all times literally made by palpatine so yeah you understand that he's angry but the, uh, then again there is just so much sadness within him which drives him 
more and more deeper into the uh into the dark side you know once anakin skywalker again a very emotional character who i believe was handled very poorly in the jedi order and you know that's where we were we were introduced to qui-gon jinn and the duel of the fates which i feel is the duel of the fates is because it's the fate of the child because qui-gon wasn't part of the jedi order and he wasn't part of the jedi order for a reason he he did believe um that the council was getting too political i believe and he wasn't with their their rights and what they stood by because he knew that there was just more to it so he kind of was the father figure that anakin needed and you know people like to say that but the sith died the sith lost he didn't die but the sith lost in this one so that means that the jedi won but not really because qui-gon jinn died and yeah obi-wan kenobi turned out to be one of the best jedis in the jedi order but i don't think he was ready to take on the responsibility of anakin skywalker with the condition that he was because he was a little bit too close to yoda who was falling more deep into ignoring you know your emotions and feelings and putting them aside where qui-gon jinn kind of was understandable uh, within that sense but yeah so the duel of the fates truly i believe created darth vader qui-gon jinn dying created darth vader because you know if qui-gon jinn did survive he would have definitely trained anakin in the way that he should have been because he had already had attachments but despite from that one of the craziest things that he's done is um he has uh, corrupted a kyber crystal to create his own lightsaber which you have to kind of manipulate it, the kyber crystal and make it bleed which takes a lot of force and it's it's absolutely crazy that we see that in marvel comics uh, darth vader uh he's actually also crushed a heart using the force he he's done that to uh officers who's talked badly of him or uh, uh disagreed with him in some sort that he didn't he didn't like he's also taken out dozens of rebels in rogue one where we see that crazy crazy scene which is probably one of the best scenes that we've seen of darth vader i hope there i hope we see more in obi-wan kenobi but yeah that was that was actually terrifying we saw how it, it made him look absolutely terrifying in the eyes of the rebels because you saw how fearful they were you saw how scary and red and like how dark and misty if it looked behind uh darth vader uh like he was some sort of monster or something like that so it was it was absolutely fun to see that and see darth vader in action but beside that we've also seen a little bit of the dark side in anakin skywalker like in attack of the clones where we see him uh slaughter the tuscan raiders who killed his mother and you know he slaughtered the women the children the men he slaughtered everybody and that was a huge step into the dark side i believe with also the fact that he had that uh large attachment to his mother of course because he didn't leave until he was i believe seven or something like that um he's actually also this is where he he wasn't burned yet but he was uh transitioned to darth vader he also uh uh killed mace windu well i wouldn't say he killed him there is a possibility i feel like if there's no if there's no body then we're not sure that he's really dead he did help palpatine knowing that he was a sith lord he's also whenever he transitioned to the darth uh, to darth vader he killed all of the separatist leaders and he went about and killed uh the younglings in the jedi uh capital i believe 
and like that was absolutely like like you have to be a really really i don't even know honestly like i don't know what type of person you have to be to do that but i would i don't know if it was anger sadness or just pure like craziness but that was absolutely crazy uh to know that darth vader has done that there has also been times where he was surrounded by maybe uh i would say 50 rebels and you know he did not he was not scared at all he actually took them all on it was really crazy to see that but yeah i really feel like darth vader is one of the uh most versatile villains that there is uh i feel like he's one of the best villains there is and you know i just uh, with with my love for the star wars universe i absolutely just love darth vader and i'm really excited to see uh, a lot more of him in obi-wan kenobi um but that's all for my list I really hope y'all enjoyed. If y'all did, go ahead and subscribe and leave a like. And don't forget to treat someone with kindness. Thank you.